From deep inside the Death Star, I'm Chad Beter. Hey, all, I'm Mojal Sweetchaldry. And I'm Jorge Novio. And welcome to Defrag Tools, the show that takes you inside Microsoft and inside Windows. We've got Ojazvi and Jorge here today. Uh, why don't you introduce yourselves a little bit uh, and tell us what you do, Ojazvi. Sure. Uh, so I'm a program manager on the Windows kernel power management team. I'm responsible for processor power and the Windows thermal framework. Awesome. Jorge. Jorge's been on the show before, repeat visitor. Yeah, so I'm on the strategy and ecosystem team, and I'm working closely with OEMs and ODMs on basically enabling them to deliver longer battery life in their devices. Awesome. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk about a new feature in uh, recent versions of Windows 10 uh, that people have probably seen, I would expect, the power slider, right? Um, so uh, everybody's seen this. Maybe if you've got a laptop, you click on the battery icon. You see this new slider there. Uh, so what is the the purpose of the the power slider? Let's let's kind of give a little bit of a how do we get to this point? So the power settings in older versions of Windows are kind of buried, and so they're not very accessible from the top level UI. Right. And so in the recent versions of Windows, we wanted to add this slider to give users more control, so right. that they can decide whether they want to favor performance or power. Right. And so it is available from the top level UI, as you mentioned, if you click on the battery icon here. Right there. Um, right now we're plugged in, and so, um, and we're on better performance, but there's different slider positions here. Right. Um, and you can essentially change between uh, better battery and better performance based on what you're doing. So for right. example, a couple months ago, I was going to WinHack in Asia, right. and I had two flights. On the first flight, I did not have access to AC power, and I wanted to make sure that I maximized my battery life. So I switched it over to uh, the battery, uh, better battery position. Right. And so um, once I was on my second flight, I actually had access to AC power, and so I decided I want to make sure that you know Windows is performing snappy. I get the fastest results. I believe at the time I was transcoding a video from the previous weekend. I had shot uh, my son's basketball game, and so I wanted to stitch it all together and. Make sure you get the fastest uh, transcode. That's right. That's right. So right. then, in that case, I switched it all the way to the best performance position. Right. So, so I guess the idea then um, is it's just more surface, right? Because we always had this, like like you said, down deep in the control panel, you had these like balanced and like power saver and all that. But I don't know how many people ever even went and touched those, right? Because it's kind of hard to get to. Maybe a lot of people don't even know it's there. Um, so it's sort of the evolution of that, right? Um, so does it work on both AC and DC? You showed it on, on both, right? So clearly it, it does, but is that uh, something like, does it remember the settings? Or? Yeah, it does actually. So uh, the way it works is we have uh, three positions on AC and four on DC, just because we want to give users an extra edge in saving battery life on DC. Yeah. Another. Uh, neat little thing about this is that if you are on AC versus DC, we give you the option to choose uh, different notches for both. Okay. So like in Jorge's position while he's on AC, he can choose to have the slider be more performant. Right. And when he's on DC, he can uh, select a more energy efficient position. And as you switch between modes, the slider automatically will remember your settings and you know make sure that you're in the right mode. So you don't have to remember every yeah. time you plug it yeah. in. Oh yeah, I always like it on this yeah, setting. Yeah, yeah. So right, it's just, it'll just stick. It just sticks. Is that a per user setting? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's a 
whatever is the last position that you had on AC or DC is the one that we go back to every time there is a transition. Uh, okay, cool. Now, I know sometimes I don't see it there, like my desktop computer back at my office, I don't see it. Like, what if, if I don't see it, what are the reasons why, why I wouldn't see it? Yeah, so you have to be on a recent version of Windows 10. Right. And it has to have a battery, of course. Right. So we don't right. offer this on uh, desktops. That would be one. The second thing is the legacy power plans, right? We used to have power saver, uh, balanced, and high performance. Those ones that you had to drill through the menus to Exactly, get to the they're a few levels deep. So you have to be on balance in order for the slider to appear. Okay. So, okay. so if you've those are gone a few things in and changed that somehow previously, then it might not exactly. show up. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So that's a kind of a key thing, I guess, for those power users that may have, may have tweaked that. They, they may, may not see that. Um, so exactly what does it do? Like we've talked about sort of the mm -hmm. point of it, right? Which I guess is kind of kind of obvious, but like how does it work? Like what is it actually tweaking? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. So uh, there are two knobs. Uh, the first one is uh, processor power management. Mm -hmm. uh, so essentially, you know, we have algorithms, power management algorithms inside the OS that we used to understand, okay, what are the workload and the user needs like how performant uh, does this uh, application need to run, or is the user does he want to optimize towards battery life at this moment? Mm -hmm. And uh, we uh, we essentially understand the workload and go configure the processor to run at more efficient frequencies, or you know, or to be more performant. Okay. So the one thing that we are tweaking across the slider is how. Uh, responsive versus how efficient the processor is across all four up knobs. Okay, so these are settings that, that like yeah. processor settings that are exposed to us by the the processor vendor perhaps yep. and uh, different sort of tuning parameters that they give us, right? And so we've worked with them yep. to kind of optimize those for different scenarios? Yeah, sure. Uh, so we have uh, two knobs in the OS. Uh, the first one is uh, processor power management. So Windows 10 has uh, process power management, or as we call them, PPM algorithms that you know allow the OS to efficiently balance between the user's need for performance and uh, battery life. Okay. Uh, we also, in our understanding of workloads, we see okay for particular workloads, what is uh, the way to run them most efficiently without compromising on performance. Okay. So taking all those things into account, we uh, try to. Yeah, we try to optimize the silicon. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and this is the, the what we call the EPP. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, uh, the people watching, they can go to this MSTN page, and we've got uh, all this documented. There are uh, a ton of settings that we have across silicon vendors. Mm -hmm. uh, EPP is one of the settings uh, that we optimize uh, with the slider, and uh, EPP essentially stands for Energy Performance Preference. It's a scale from zero to hundred. Zero being the most performant, hundred being the most efficient. Okay. And you know we'll work with the silicon vendors to ensure all of this is in box and uh, configured, tuned perfectly for the chipsets. Okay. Yeah. So that's the first thing we do. Yeah. And um, is there a way to go in and and see you know what those EPP settings are for for each position of the of the slider? Sure. Yeah. So we have a script over here that Jorge wrote. So. Essentially, uh, you have these uh, power config commands, right? You can type these in, and uh, it'll give you what are the settings for each slider position. We'll just run through it really quickly here. Okay. So the first one is the better battery position. Okay. So that's the command, and so we're configuring the EPP value over here. Uh huh. 
Uh, and I see yeah, they so go from a better like, battery. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and uh, you get these. So minimum so is zero, maximum is sixty-four hex, which is a, a hundred yep. decimal, like you yep. said. And, and then uh, these are sort of AC and DC. So we have AC different values on AC versus DC. It's slightly mm -hmm. more performant on AC than DC. This one's on balance, which maps to the better performance position on the slider. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, the last one that we have is uh, best performance. Uh, so okay. over this here we a have bit longer. yeah we have a few more settings here. So the EPP setting, for example, over here on AC is on a on zero. Okay. Which is like towards uh, highest performance. So again, there with those EPP stuff, that's that's something that we work out with, you mm. know, the silicon vendors. We work with them to kind of tune that. That's yeah. not something that a user really needs to mm -hmm. worry about so much, other than you can see what they are. Yeah. Um, you said there was another knob yeah. though, right? Uh, so that uh, we can tweak when we change the yeah, slider. Uh, so the second knob is power throttling. Essentially, uh, stuff that is uh, in the background, background mm -hmm. applications. Uh, we run them at the most efficient processor frequencies such that the user ends up saving more battery life in the long run. Okay. And uh, Jorge is going to you know, talk more about that in a while. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So are there any ways to like opt out of this? Like I, you mentioned like the power throttling, like mm -hmm. background apps get throttled down. Like say, say I don't want that. I mean, I guess I can, you know, like w what if I just want the best power or, or the best performance at the expense of of power? It's uh, a good question. So, yeah, Jaws, we covered the first knob that we have that operates behind the scenes when the user is switching from better battery to better performance to best performance, right? Yeah, yeah. The second knob is called power throttling, and this is something that is user configurable. The, the first one, the EPP and the processor tuning, those are not user configurable, right? It all happens behind the scenes. Okay. Um, power throttling also happens behind the scenes, but there is some things that the user can do to either opt out or just have more control over which apps are power, power throttled. Okay. Um, so the best way to see this in action is to launch Task Manager. Okay. We're going to click on More Details and then go into the Details tab. Mm -hmm. And then if we right click uh, on the columns and select Columns, and then we're going to scroll down to Power Throttling. Okay. Right there. Yep. And then we're going to hit OK and then drag this new column over here. Gotcha. All right. So let's see what position we are in right now. So best performance. So this is option number one to opt out of power throttling. Oh, okay. You switch the slider all the way to best performance. If I were to switch it to better performance, you can see now here power throttling is enabled for a bunch of different apps. Okay. And these are just apps <coughs> that are not foreground windows. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So if I were to scroll down in this list, you'll definitely see there, there are some that are uh, not being power throttled. Okay. Um, so there are exceptions, like you know, real-time communications. If you have Skype in the background, sure. it's not going to power throttle Skype, right? I noticed like audio DG, which is what drives your audio. You don't want that throttled down because you'll probably get audio glitches and things. Exactly. Right? So, so there's some. It's not just every background app. There's some some uh, logic to it, right? Yep. Uh, so this essentially means that these apps are not getting to like throttle the CPU up to the max speeds or get... Is yeah, so basically like the, the threads that are um, being scheduled 
okay. are still being scheduled. Mm -hmm. They're just happening, they're, they're, they're running at a lower frequency basically. So the work's still getting done, mm -hmm. it's just a little bit slower. And so right. theoretically, the user should never notice it. They should only notice better battery life because they're not interacting with the app, right? right. So here's an example. I've got Notepad right here uh, running in the background. If I were to click on it, we can see here Notepad Oh, it just moved because I'm sorted by <laughs> power throttling. So let me scroll down here. Now Notepad has been disabled. Okay. So as soon as I move it back into the f uh, background, Notepad's going to jump back up to the enabled status. There it is. Right. Okay. So, so we've, we've enabled throttling because it's no longer in the foreground. I mean, it makes yep. sense why spend cycles on Notepad when you're not actually typing in it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So there's a couple other ways to opt out of power throttling besides the way I just showed you, which is to uh, push the slider all the way to the best performance. So uh -huh. the second way to do this is basically to plug into AC power. So I'm going to go ahead, notice how Edge is being power throttled. If I plug this guy in, we're now on AC power <coughs> and then power throttling is disabled. So basically, power throttling only applies to DC power. Okay. The first knob that Ojazvi went over with all the processor tuning, that applies to both AC and DC. Right. Right. There are different values on AC and DC, but that principle applies to both. Okay. So uh, the third way to kind of take control over power throttling for those power users out there mm -hmm. is to opt out specific apps in the battery usage uh, UX. So let me go into Battery Saver. I'm going to click on battery usage by app. And then let's find edge. So I'm going to uncheck the box that says let Windows decide when this app can run in the background. And then I'm going to uncheck the reduce the work the app can do when it's in the background. So if I do that and I switch back over here, now we can see power throttling. Oh, let me just unplug from AC power. So now you can see some apps are being power throttled right here. Right. But, but if we scroll down edge to edge, Edge is still not throttled. There we go. Okay. So, so that could be useful. Like I, I would imagine maybe your example of like encoding a video or something, which wouldn't necessarily be in the foreground window, but you want right. it to keep running full speed even if you're maybe you're on battery. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Uh, so uh, are there customizations that OEMs can do to these like uh, to, you know, tweak this? I know we have, you know, some people that watch that work for different companies in the industry, like what kind of customizations are there for this? Yeah, so Jaws, you mentioned earlier that the OEM can customize the default slider position. So for example, let's say an OEM is shipping a mobile gaming machine. Mm -hmm. They may want to uh, switch the default position from better performance to best performance, right? We don't necessarily recommend it because we do want to have a balance between battery life and best perform or and performance, but right. it's an OEM's option to do that, right? Okay. The other thing, um, that we really want to raise awareness on with partners is the ability to uh, define unique uh, performance uh, settings in their firmware right. for each slider position. So this is actually the number one question we get okay. right? it, from partners at forums or WinHack is how do we customize the slider? How much can we do? How much control do we have? And so um, back in the day, we've had this uh, ad uh, INF or add directive, uh, add power directive, something like that. There's a feature that allows you to define unique settings for the legacy power plans. So power saver, balance, high performance. Right. You can say, I want my fan speed to be, you know, capped out at 
in power saver mode, right? Right. So right. if you take that same exact concept and same exact mechanism by which you would define those values mm -hmm. and apply them to the slider, okay. that's available today. And so uh, Ojazvi wrote uh, exercise 2D in the WinHEC Power Lab. So I encourage you to Bing uh, the WinHEC Fall 2017 Power Lab, and you should. Um, have access to this lab here. And so in Exercise 2D, we have an example. It's uh, kind of like a dummy driver mm -hmm. where uh, it's a fan firmware driver mm -hmm. that essentially defines unique values for each position on the slider. So then if I were to um, switch from, um, let's say, better performance up to best performance, let's say the max fan speed would go from 75% to 100%. Right, right. And so you could apply the same type of logic to thermal, uh, and other perf and battery life related uh, components that you ship and that you're so responsible for. I'm imagining like hardware partners may not only have just fan speed on the on the chassis, but maybe on the graphics card, they maybe want to sure. be able to tweak that through this or something as well. Yeah, absolutely. Different ways to sort of configure components in the system if they have a driver that they want to plug into this. Exactly. The, right? the one thing that we don't really want to see is we don't want partners um, shoving a bunch of functional changes in there, right? Right. So right. there is one change that we made where um, if you switch into the battery saver position, mm -hmm. we will reduce the screen brightness by 30%. Mm -hmm. um, so that is kind of a functional, it's saving battery, right? Yeah. But it's also kind of functional. The user sees something change, right? And right. so other than that, this slider is strictly designed for managing basically perf and power. There's really, we're not trying to tie in like disk timeout or you know, other functional sleep aspects. Timeouts. Sleep timeouts, That's yeah, right. exactly. Oh, right, because yeah. sleep timeouts, for example, is something that the user may just go in and set, right, mm -hmm. in, in, in the control panel. They expect that to stay, right? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, 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 makes sense. Yeah. Well, but I think it's just we want them to have, uh, we want the slider to be a power performance trade-off, not necessarily a power functionality trade-off. Exactly. Uh, okay. So, so yeah. something to keep in mind if, uh, Vendors want to go and implement this and plug their own stuff into it, right? Yeah. And and this seems to be the direction we're headed, right? So this slider uh, paradigm away from sort of the old legacy power profiles that you had to dive in through the exactly through the, the legacy control panel and nobody ever looked at. So this seems like the way if people want to kind of integrate with this, this is where they want to do it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So and one thing that we want to make clear is um, we understand that there are some. OEM apps that do similar things, right? I've heard there's apps that, for example, um, may look at the cycle count of your battery and then after a certain, you, after you've reached a certain level, sure. suggest, hey, here's how you go buy a new battery for your system. We detect that it's getting old, right? Right, And right. so some of these apps theoretically could get out of sync with the slider because they have their own kind of um, idea or concept, similar concept. Mm. And so what we're looking at in the future version of Windows is the ability to query the current slider position from those apps. Ah, okay. And that way that will hopefully keep things in sync. Give them an API to programmatically get into that. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, that seems pretty pretty uh, comprehensive. Uh, anything we've missed? I think we've, we've, I think we've pretty, covered everything. Pretty much yeah. covered it. Yeah. Right on. Well, that's the power slider uh, and what it does under the hood. So uh, thanks, you guys, for coming and uh, thank you. Thanks, demonstrating Sean. that for us. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, put them in the show notes down below or email us at defragtools at microsoft.com. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.